Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. This is podcast number 62. Today we're going to talk about YouTube stealing people's uh, ad revenue to give it to Nintendo. With me today are Nathaniel Hoover, Anna, Bern- oh! Anna Bernarski, <laughs> Stu Jip, uh, Matt Hello. Jonas, and Michael Gray. Hello. Everyone introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Matt Jonas. <laughs> no, you're not. Don't you dare put words into my mouth. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Jonas. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> We're off to a consummately professional start. I'm Nathaniel Hoover. I occasionally write the Flash Flood column for GameCola. I also do pretty much anything you can imagine behind the scenes with editorial crazy stuff that nobody knows about. Whee! I know about it. Okay, well, Jetty knows about it. <laughs> I'm Ada Bernarski. I write reviews for GameCola. I think I'm you mispronounced your last name. There's an extra I in there somewhere. <laughs> That's like saying that I mispronounced my name. There's a bunch of Z's in it. <laughs> I'm Matt Jonas, and I write reviews for Game Cola. And in my spare time, I do murders. <laughs> murder I'm mysteries? <laughs> well, I do sound like that. <laughs> and Michael Gray. Uh, hi, I'm Michael Gray. Yes. And I just woke up. <laughs> See, yeah. that's the trouble with trying to schedule people who are in California and in the UK. Like, they're like eight hours apart. <laughs> I know, it's the abominable hour of dinner time over in London right now. Oh, oh yeah, it is. I, I believe they call it supper over there. Yeah, we, we call it, yeah, we call it supper. I was trying to think of something funny, but nothing was coming. I'm Matt Tea Jones. Time. You're not! Are we going to be doing this all podcast? Yes. Because that's kind of awkward. It's going to go beyond a joke, and I'm going to like forget that I'm not really you. Hi, I'm Matt Jonas, and I review a bunch of Sonic games. So anyway, as I said earlier, uh, Nintendo is stealing people's uh, ad revenue when they make Let's Plays. No, no, no. You said YouTube is stealing and giving to Nintendo. Get your facts straight. Oh. It's like a Robin Hood. It's true, because... Uh, Nintendo requested it, and YouTube was like, yeah! So, yeah, Nintendo extremely unreasonably asked for revenue from their stuff. <laughs> As that, it's kind of this, this sort of whole swing of the thing, really. It's just, like, people's sort of meal ticket, which is to, like, get paid to, like, play games and swear. <laughs> and, like, no, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not big on this whole Let's Play thing. I've watched some Let's Plays, and I don't, you know, and I've seen some that I've liked, but I just think it's kind of weird to react fiercely to Nintendo sort of asking for monetization because uh, to me it's like a really positive move it's like them basically saying we don't have a problem with you doing this yeah. mm-hmm. the, the, alter- the alternative is just like no none of that you know yeah to shut you down uh, it's, uh, it's, there, are, there are lots of different stances mm. on it but um, generally because I love big corporations um, <laughs> and I'm extremely uh, fascist <laughs> I'm totally I'm, I'm okay with it because of the alternative basically, which isn't the greatest uh, way to look at things, I suppose. But I don't really I, I can't really hold my hands up and say that's not fair of Nintendo. It's not reasonable. Um, I think it's okay, but it, it could be a lot worse, basically. You know, I was expecting Matt Jonas to have a different opinion on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh really? Well, just in general, the way I see it is maybe they are within their legal right to do this, and that's totally fine. You know, whatever. It's their copyrighted game. It's got their material, their music. But um, the way I look at it is um, there's a certain thing within law, fair use. And 
it's kind of a tricky deal because with a movie, with a film, with a song, it's the same thing all the way through. Um, if you upload that, it's obviously um, just ripping off the other person and stealing their copyright material. But um, under fair use, a transformative use of something, i.e. turning it into something new, can be considered a fair use. And because you're not experiencing the gameplay firsthand, you're experiencing it from someone else, technically that's a transformative use. Technically. But I that's what makes this really difficult to I say... The issue Go is on. that you you are seeing... I know you're not experiencing the gameplay, mm. but I was talking about this elsewhere, and you are seeing everything in the game. Yeah. And there are games where... not I mean, not me necessarily, but I can see this position happening. People would be like, well, I'm interested in, like, I don't know, the story of this game, but I'm not interested enough to pay, like, 40 quid for it. So I'll just watch a Let's Play. Um, like, something with a really great story, like like The Conduit on the Wii or something like that. <laughs> Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy Mystic <laughs> Quest. Yeah, exactly. Star Ocean. What was that game where you go around collecting Skittles? What was that? <laughs> that was my, me on a Friday night drunk. <laughs> that was no game, remember? That happened. Now, there was a Skittles game, wasn't there? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, was, but I can't remember what it was called. It was, it was based like on like RPG. the ads, and I kind of feel like anyone who's bought that has kind of failed, really. I think <laughs> I think it was reviewed on GameCola, actually. Hold on. Yeah, that's that's why I'm familiar with it. Yeah, and I seem to recall it was some sort of like, perfectly normal me. fantasy game that just had Skittles in it. <laughs> well, that would improve a lot of games for me. Michael if, like, Ridgway uh, mentioned it on a podcast and reviewed it, and then Paul Franzen said, I have to buy that because he doesn't have much taste. <laughs> uh, it's not coming hence up. His, hence his Deponia look. Well, I was um, going to point out something that when you do a video review of a game as opposed to doing a Let's Play the, the same copyright um, thing comes up. Nintendo will still be able to um, get your profits from that. Well, Is actually, that... a clarification that would be important for me, because I, I haven't read into this as much uh, as I'm sure some of you have. Is it that if you have ads enabled for your video that Nintendo says, hey, that's our content, do they get the revenue? Or is it that any video that Nintendo says, hey, that's our content they automatically add ads to it and then take the that. Ladder. It it's is. the latter, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did get that Nintendo what ads. I read. Mm. Mm, interesting. I mean, I, I, can, I can understand and appreciate that this is their intellectual property, This is their these are their games, they want to make some money off of it while still acknowledging, look, you can do this, it's cool, but, you know, it's, it's our belongings that we're playing with. But at the same time, it's sort of along the same lines of, I don't know, football, or as you crazy Americans call it, football. <laughs> Idea that there is this game that has all of these rules and there's some characteristic things like the uniforms and the, the football in itself. And there are these things that if you just sit down and play it, you don't own the rights to. You don't own the rights to the concept of football. You don't own the rights to the shape of the ball, the style of the uniforms. <laughs> you don't own the rights to the turf that you're playing on. But you can still get paid hoo-ha bucks for being a football player. And you don't need to worry about giving any royalties to anybody who invented any of these things. So at the same time, I can understand an argument for saying, well, look, you're just sort of providing the backdrop for me doing my thing. It's like an artist. You don't, you know, you pay the guy who uh, made the canvas for you or made the ink or the, you know, the paint, and you don't continue paying him royalties after you've purchased that for your own use and creating your own derivative work. Incidentally, 
the rules for football were invented in Cambridge where I live, so you're welcome. <laughs> Every time so a football game is played, I get you some royalties. hands again? I wanted to punch somebody while playing that game. That is actually fine. That was okay. a FIFA thing. That FIFA changed that, and I'm okay with it. I mean, okay. So I mean, you can punch who you like for any reason, no matter what you're playing, really. <laughs> I was gonna say something like really, really insightful, but I've forgotten it. So just pretend like I won. <laughs> I don't know, like. No, no, no. You won. I got kicked off the football team in school because <laughs> I broke a guy's leg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. Awesome. You just took a pipe and. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I prevented him from scoring a goal, and that's all that matters. You prevented him from uh, walking. You know, they say to people, go out there and break a leg, but you, you took it literally, didn't you? <laughs> See, I always thought that it was supposed to break your own leg. Yeah, and I did that, and I just lay there screaming, it doesn't help, it doesn't help. <laughs> the performance is markedly worse. But no, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a weird thing because... Uh, when Nathaniel was talking about, you know, they don't own the rights to the concept of the game or whatever, I, a while back, had a concept for a vaguely Tetris-related game, and Tetris literally does own the concept of Tetris, like a falling block game with blocks that are shaped the way that they are. And it's basically impossible to make a Tetris-esque game, or any game that uses, quote, elements resembling Tetris uh, mm. without Tetris proper coming and trying to shut you down. Like, at least as long as you're trying to get money for it. There's but, also, if anyone remembers a while back, um, Mojang's game Scrolls got in some legal trouble. Yeah, because of the his name. Bethesda were calling it, like, because they were, they were like, suing them because Scrolls, Elder Scrolls. <laughs> and everyone was going crazy about that. But the fact is, like, I say the fact is, I believe this is the case. <laughs> uh, if you don't challenge those kinds of things, you, cut, you lose... The ability to do it, basically, you have to do it. You oh, have yeah. to protect your legal. And I think that's what Nintendo is doing here. There's not. I don't think there's really a sense of. I, I don't want to say malice, obviously, because Nintendo are not exactly pro-consumer. I don't think. But I think if they didn't, I, I think that they have to do this, basically. Uh, and what they're doing is a nice kind of a compromise. Because um, they, I mean, they they are well within their rights to just say no, shut it down. You know. I mean, but I've had there... like I had to, I put up like an eight-second Simpsons video, and that got me a copyright strike. <laughs> Uh, it was eight seconds. I honestly thought that it was okay if it would be eight seconds, but it wasn't. Seven seconds. You were too far out. Seven seconds would have been fine. <laughs> now, I've understood that um, I think it's Valve and maybe a couple of other companies have a different approach to this. Is that correct? I, again, I just hear little snippets of things and don't bother to read anything for myself and just take everything everyone says at face value. <laughs> It's a great way to live your life. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> if, you, if you believe everything you're told, you'll believe that Stuart, Stuart is me. I am you. I mean, I'm me. I am, I am me. I am me. Who are you? <laughs> I'm not I'm quite Jonas. sure. I love, I love rocking pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and the game. <laughs> but aren't there other companies who seem to have different approaches, different stances to this? Nintendo's answer isn't the only answer out there. I know that there are a few well, Sega companies that are problem. positive. Um, Sega, Sega's a tough one because a while back there were some issues with Shining Force videos. I think it was Total Biscuit who was um, doing some videos on one of the Shining Force games, and Sega hit him with copyright strike after copyright strike for a game that was like 20 years <laughs> old. So I'm glad you know, he did that because I think he's a big douche. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I bet he it, complained about it in his stupid, annoying voice. 
I bet he, he went on Twitter. He's British and he's more popular than us. I bet he went on Twitter and he said, like, um, he went like to some completely random PR person at Sega. I bet he posted a Twitter message, basically, I hope your children are caught in a car wreck because of this. <laughs> I have, like, 10 billion subscribers because, you know, people just, they don't get it, you know? <laughs> I made their Shining Force videos. They're the best Shining Force videos because I'm British. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Total Biscuit. I just, just thrown out there. I hope his fa- I hope I hope his family are fine. Honestly, I hope that those people are fine. I th- I think I'm just jealous. Yeah, I'm just jealous because I have I I wish I've always wished I could make videos where I go on a game, I'm bad at the game, and then I say the game is awful. Where <laughs> I go like, oh, I, I haven't looked at any of like the tutorials. This game's controls are too confusing. Yeah, that, that is his, that is all of his output ever. Or Actually, you'd fit right in on the Game Caller YouTube channel. We've done that a few times. <laughs> What I've done on there is I did a Binding of Isaac Let's Play where I kept going on about how I was going to fail and when I got right, right to the end, it was awesome. <laughs> Never got monetized, though. I'm, I'm sort of concerned, though, about this. It, it's just in general, this whole Nintendo thing is starting to make me scared, you know, of tackling a Nintendo game, covering a Nintendo game. I'm waiting for the copyright strike for all the Link's Awakening that I did on my channel. But you won't oh, get one. You'll just get, mon- game. You'll, you'll just get it like monetized, won't you? They wouldn't actually give you a copyright strike. I well, thought that was the idea. I mean. You know no. what I mean. You do know what I mean. I know what I mean because I'm you. Well, that would be the next step up, right? If Nintendo suddenly decides, well, we've identified a whole bunch of videos that we've decided to get revenue from, and now we're sick of getting revenue off of them and just saying, <laughs> you know, we changed our minds. Uh, banish all of you. Boom, and then yeah. copyright strikes. They get tired of free money. Uh, it happened to Square. That's We've true. talked about Chrono Trigger sequels, and they don't seem to oh, like yeah. money. Didn't they, Final didn't Fantasy they VII remakes. Yeah. Didn't they wait till like the fan sequel was like one day from release and then shut it down, which is awesome. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. I lo- they, there was a Chrono Trigger fan hack, I think, which was like a full sequel, and loads of effort went into it. And like one day before it was meant to be released, they pulled it. And I remember thinking, like that, you know, Bravo. That that is really bar- that is yeah. some bastardry. You know, there was a Nintendo, Nintendo did that with the Zelda game as well, I think. Wasn't it a 3D remake of like Link's Awakening or something? I actually, and I then the, and then the creator Zelda movie that oh. was fairly far along in development that they put the axe to. I'm sure it would have been brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was it? When you were saying that Nintendo was doing this to like protect their legal rights or whatever, because if they don't complain about it for 10 years like the statute of limitations is like hey <laughs> you don't have anything like why did you wait it, this it's long? something along those lines if they don't challenge their copyrights then it goes to public domain i think that's how it works but i'm not 100 percent sure because i don't i didn't study law i studied film so like <laughs> everything i've ever learned is worthless <laughs> well the thing is uh this is something that like companies have kind of been doing for ages which is that they'll make patents for things and then never use them but they do it to protect mm-hmm. themselves because like what was it the the Nintendo 64 had the the Rumble Pack, and uh, then the GameCube didn't because someone in Texas was like, "Oh yeah, I patented that years ago." Nintendo's just ripping me off, and Nintendo literally had to like take it back. I think uh, PlayStation also had to do that. Uh, although it's back in now, isn't it? They've must have worked something out. Yeah, because like uh, the PlayStation had the uh, Dual Shock or whatever, and then PlayStation 2 didn't. Mm. PlayStation, PlayStation 2, 2 did, but did PlayStation it? 3 might not have, but they brought it back, didn't they? PlayStation 3 started out with just the 6-axis controller, and then they brought out the DualShock 3 for that system. Mm-hmm. Um, in Metal Gear Solid 4, there's a secret. If you're using a vibrating controller, you get a different cutscene. Hmm. True story. Also, wasn't there in Metal Gear Solid 2, if you're not using one, then instead of vibrating, it beeps? 
Is there? Yeah, seriously. There's like because you know how it vibrates when you're like yeah. Uh, if you, if it, no, it's in three. It's in the third one. Oh. Instead of vibrating to indicate, I think it's hunger or starvation or something. Yeah. Instead of that, it actually beeps. It's amazing. Oh wow! They, they even bothered. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> go and play through the entire game again now with just one of those controllers with the D-pad. Dude, the original PS1 controllers. Absolutely yeah. worth it. It's always yeah. worth it to play Metal, Metal Gear Solid Three again. <laughs> they also do that in Animal Crossing. I know we have nothing... Well, I guess this is entirely to do with Nintendo because it's Animal mm-hmm. Crossing. But uh, suppose you're doing a video of Animal Crossing that you're going to get all of your ad revenue taken from. Uh, <laughs> and if you're playing it yeah. with the WaveBird controller, the wireless one that doesn't have a rumble feature, when you're fishing, instead of having the uh, line or the controller rumble when you're getting a bite, it'll actually show a little exclamation point above your head. That's cool. Mm. That's actually better. Yeah, I would opinion. agree. <laughs> yeah. What would be better is if instead of that, it just became Sega Get Bass Fishing. Because <laughs> that game is amazing. It had a fishing controller as well. And, like, we played Power Stone with it. <laughs> Does it work? Yeah, it works fine. Except for, it works perfectly. And to, to, to use the Power Stones, you have to shake it. But, because like, you, we didn't have two controllers back then, so... You can play um, Sonic the Hedgehog with um, the DJ Hero controller <laughs> on Xbox Live. That's quite fun. I mean, you can play Mr. Driller with the Seaman microphone. Really? Yeah, you just nah, yell drill. Just, you don't yeah, even you have to yell drill, just, you can yell swear words or anything, it's great. Yeah, you're just messing me around now. <laughs> okay, last one. You can also play R-Type with the Beatmania controller. Now that's fun. <laughs> it's really hard, though, because you can't move left or right. So you can only do level one. Hey, Jenny, did, did we remember to poke air holes in the boxes where Anna and Michael are recording from? Because I haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah. I think those guys died. I think at least one of them does YouTube videos for video games. I don't have anything to say, to be honest. Um, I did a video walkthrough for Super Mario Galaxy 2 uh, at the behest of IGN.com. Hmm. They paid me by giving me a free copy of the game, and that's it. Oh. Um, Interesting. Three of my videos for that walkthrough have been identified as um, belonging to Nintendo. It would be two of Actually, I can look them up right now. Somebody else made the rest of the game. Nintendo only made those couple levels. Mm-hmm. It was outsourced. No, it's great. It's ending number one, ending number two, and me getting the third green star in Battle Belt Galaxy. That green star is the one, yeah. Well, the, the way I see it is with something like an ending, there's there's content there that will be the same every time someone plays it. It's just a cutscene that plays through. So I can understand that getting marked up, but... Getting a particular star on a particular level, uh, I can't see how they've got computer robot things picking that one apart from all the others. Well, see, I mean, from what they said in their vague description, they said, like, uh, audio clips of certain length. So they might not yeah. even be looking at the video, just at the... Uh... Ah, just at the um, level audio. Yeah. The um, background music. Yeah. Ah. So. Interesting. So if you play all your games with the sound on, <laughs> yeah, right. then you should be all right. Yeah, just, well, or if you yeah. talk over the audio enough. So if you're silent yeah. for too long, yeah. it picks it up. If you're being mm. quiet, just hum the tune in that long with yeah. it or something. <laughs> yeah, just do it, get some guy to acapella it. <laughs> I'm just putting this out there now for everyone listening. I will do that for you for free. <laughs> okay, okay, you're on. Mm-hmm. For, for when I do my playthrough brawl, um, I need you to do all the classic Nintendo tunes in acapella. Easy. I expect at least four channels. You've got to do drums, you've got to do... <laughs> Not at the same time, but layer them. No, I'm Sound doing it at the same time. Really? Yeah. 
I think I can do it. That's not bad. <laughs> I should just do it myself while I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, you should, man. Don't even need me. Yes. But, uh, I don't know, like, it is sort of an interesting question. Like, I've heard both sides of the argument where one's like, oh, well, you know, these people are putting out, uh, you know, it's one, it's free advertisement for Nintendo already, and, like, two, that it's a unique playthrough and they're providing entertainment value with their commentary or whatever. Uh, and then other people who are like, yeah, but that's only, like, 5% of all Let's Players. The rest of them yeah. are, like, just breathing into the microphone and being like, why did I die here? <laughs> Again, yeah, there's, there's there a is game? a distinct lack of quality in Let's Plays these days. the The original Let's Play, the um, Jurassic, the Jurassic Park Trespasser Let's Play by um, Research Indicates, that will always be the best Let's Play. And if you want to know where it all started from, yeah. that's the one to watch because that's See? actually full of facts. Lots of research has gone into it. The person is dissecting the game as he's going along. Mm. Let's plays nowadays is just people yelling into the microphone. I'm I'm guilty of it too, so I know exactly where I'm coming from with that because I'm guilty of it too. There's a let's. So you were talking about the low quality. There's a let's play. There's a, a game I contributed to, um, which I won't name because you know that would be really ridiculous talking to brothers too. And um, there's there's loads, there's quite a few let's plays of it, and it's kind of fun to watch people playing stuff that I've made and just bitching at it. <laughs> just like, you know, I hate this. You know, and, and just like, yeah. you know, and just screaming. And that's that's all there is to let's play. It's just like if I yell, then it will be funny and memorable. If I just yell about like how hard it is. Or intention like obviously intentionally misinterpret stuff, you know. Mm. And then I don't know. I just I get the impression like what what is this it kind of puts me off the whole thing. It's like, is it critical or is it just in celebration of games or what? I don't really get it, to be honest. Um, and I've enjoyed some Let's Plays. There was a particular one, I can't remember who it was by, Jonas might know this. Um, there was a Mr. Gimmick Let's Play where he wasn't talking, it was just annotations. Oh, the, the annotated one. I can't yeah. remember who did it, but it, it was it brilliant. Is, it's a really good Let's Play. It and really also, is. Hide of Beasts Mega Man Let's Plays are amazing as well. He did Mega Man X. He did Mega Man X six, and it's one of the best things I've ever seen because he's just in his monotone voice explaining why it's the worst thing ever made. <laughs> Not even the worst game, just absolutely just hell, and explaining why at no point in the development was it ever meant to be fun. Uh, and it's brilliant. I love that. But yeah, most let's plays are just people yelling, swearing, really, like all of mine, really. Maybe that could be like a persona I could take on, like the yelling, swearing man. Isn't that the biggest video game nerd? <laughs> Uh, sort of, yeah. Except not good, you know. With no lev- with no level of kind of pleasant nostalgia, just just hatred and eventually racism. I could play like the the Nez Turtles game and just be racist to it. Are you still making Ninja Turtle games? Uh, no. You know the one on the Nez, the one with the dam, the swimming in through the blue, the purple coral, yeah, that yeah, one yeah. everyone loves. Yeah. I did play through that once with my friends, and I just did become racist because I was so angry with it. Oh yeah, I think I uh, I saw that. You became racist. Yeah, like, and it literally. Well, that's the thing. I ran out of normal swearing, so I had to switch to racial insults, and I felt bad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, how bad that, that. That's how horrible that game was. Yeah. It is a terrible game. I can't believe I got up to like the technodrome and everything. I can't believe I finished it. You finished it. Yeah, I was using save states because the last corridor is impossible for humans. But... <laughs> it is. It is. Even with save states, that game is impossible. Yeah, but even so, kudos to you for getting through it. Thank you, but I said some terrible things about our friends from elsewhere, you know? 
No worse than what Craig Charles says during any episode of Takeshi's Castle. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why Nintendo shouldn't do this thing that they're doing. (laughs) I don't know, like, I was kind of trying to think about what you could really compare it to. Because, like, in the music industry, if you sample a song, you still owe, like, the person who made the original song, even if it's just, like, the beat in the background that nobody recognizes. Yeah. And as of, as of recently, I think about 2006, people have had to actually pay for all samples, even if they're really small ones, which is just ridiculous. I know. I uh, I get free points. I get free Microsoft points for using Bing. So, like, every day I just go in and I search for the suggested searches and make my 15 points and then leave. Uh, That's amazing. <laughs> I want I get, free Microsoft points. I'm going to buy Minerva's debt. I'm going to buy I'm going to buy the Bioshock DLC. That's amazing. No, uh, one of the recent suggested searches is apparently Eminem is suing Facebook for a song that they're using in an ad that apparently samples his song. And All right. like I haven't actually read any of the articles, but I just sort of wonder like is he only suing Facebook because Facebook has money or who is the person who actually wrote the song that ripped it off without asking? Like why doesn't he go after you know, them and not Facebook. It depends if it was made exclusively for Facebook. Yeah, I had that thought too, but... If it wasn't, then he is going to the wrong people. Yeah. Maybe he isn't suing Facebook because Facebook is just a website. He's probably suing a guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me Facebook isn't a person? (laughs) Yeah, it's not... uh, There is not a guy named Facebook. it's got a face. Well, no, yeah. And he has a book. Also, it's not even a real book. It's just a website. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if it's a... Because they released their IPO, so they're a corporation now, right? And as you know, in America, corporations are people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, actually, that was a vaguely interesting discussion I had with Paul recently. Uh, Matt, you were posting your Xbox One thing, uh, which will be a good segue into our next All right, our yeah. next segment. Uh, and you said uh, something about like Sega have announced something. I was like, that just that sounds so weird. Like, I know it's technically correct, but, like, yeah. here in the States, we would say Sega has because we're referring to the corporation mm. and not the people because, as you know, corporations are singular identities here in the States. They're humans, mm. just like us. They're living and breathing. Yeah, that's why they can contribute as much money as they want to to political campaigns, and that clearly is not going to backfire in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Satire. So the Xbox One, the X-Bone, if you will. Oh my word. (laughs) (laughs) The X-Bone. It's funny because it has a double meaning. (laughs) And it's sexual. I think it was Zach Rich who introduced me to that. I was looking at uh, Twitter and he kept posting about the X-Bone. And I was like, dude, I'm calling it that from now on. I thought it was because there's a dog in Call of Duty. I, I made a joke to that. That's much better. <laughs> that, that Call of Duty dog saved the whole conference. It really did. Have you... It's just, this This is your best friend, and they're showing this dog, and I'm like, he's so cool! <laughs> he is actually my best friend, and I have severed all contact with my real friends now, <laughs> Because they just can't compete. Well, like, uh... There was a, a YouTube video that basically cut down the Xbox reveal to uh, TV, TV, TV experience, TV, yeah, sports, I, sports. Yeah. Which one was that? Because uh, it, it, I linked it um, in my article. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's how I, I knew said, about it. Yes. Yeah. 
after after um, I already watch TV on my TV and don't need to plug a device into my TV to watch TV on my TV because I already watch TV on my TV. That was what I linked to it. Yeah, I forgot that that's where I found it. Brilliant video. Yeah, I just like it how... It sums it up entirely. You know, everything is like TV, 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 sports, TV, sports, TV. Sports, sports, sports. Your best friend this is dog. Like this dog. Your best friend. Yeah, like, they, yeah. <laughs> they give a whole, like, three seconds to that little clip. Like, and then the, uh, this dog is actually textured from high-definition photos taken of a real Navy service dog. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who cares? It's it more realistic matter. that way. It Come matter. on. Unless they I connect care. me up with the smell of a dog, dog. that's all I care about. Do you think no, they like, you. I think had a selection process where they rejected a couple of Navy dogs for being not cute them. enough? They murdered them afterwards. They were just like, this dog isn't cute enough. And they're like, oh well, come on. And then they put them down. <laughs> but uh, That really happened. So, I don't know, what does everyone think of the X-Bone? I think it's going to be brilliant. Yeah, is it going to be... Like, how much do you think it's going to cost? Because I'm expecting it to cost, like, what, 700 $800. More than I can afford? Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be subsidized by cable companies. I wonder if there's going to be, like, a thing, like, if you buy, get your cable through this company, they throw in the Xbox One to watch it on, you know? And it'll cost more, obviously, but I reckon they might do it like that. They might dodge the whole retail thing entirely and just go for a... It's a TV device, so... This is an interesting thing. About three years ago, like, as I was watching Xbox Reveal and he kept talking about TV, I could just think about, like, three years ago, I was working at this office and a co-worker of mine, uh, we were discussing the Xbox 360, and, he, like, he was telling me this conspiracy theory about how Microsoft doesn't care about games. They made a game system because they wanted to enter the TV market, but they didn't want to go through all the regulations, like all the legal requirements and stuff, to make a TV station. Like, oh, and so interesting. Yeah, that they would eventually, in his words, like move into the TV, but they would say, "Oh, you know, we're just playing videos on our proprietary system. You know, we don't need to follow all these TV regulations." Oh. And like, as soon as I saw that, they were like, "Yeah, you can watch," and and we're having this. Uh, Halo TV series now. I'm like, dude, his conspiracy theory, totally true. <laughs> he also said that it was Lizardmen who were doing it. So. <laughs> yeah, the Illuminati. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if that was real? <laughs> if that was all real, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> the Lizardmen and the Blue Bloods and all, all that. Yeah. All of them are true. Because, I mean, everything is so boring without Lizardmen, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, it's just sort of weird, like, everyone's talking about how, like, oh yeah, you know, uh, they didn't talk about video games. They talk, They gave, like, brief clips of, like, four games, one of which was Call of Duty, which isn't even an exclusive game to the Xbox. Like, If it had been, that would have been a coup for them, wouldn't it? I don't know. Like, it just seems weird to think that, like, they're moving away from video games and into, like, TV. But, like, to me, having heard my friend's story years ago, that, like, this was what they were going to do, it's like, whoa... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I have the same stance on the Xbox One that I do on any video game system. Until it has Metroid and or Mega Man on it, I don't care. <laughs> There's never going to be any more Metroid or Mega Man games ever made. Then I can uh, save all my money for <laughs> old games that are in poor condition and impossible to find. You know, I want a new Mega Man. You, you mentioned Metroid. I'm playing Metroid right now. I'm Which playing one? Zero. Um, I'm playing Zero Mission. No, not ah. Zero Mission. Um, Fusion. Because I never beat it before. 
good choice. It, it Fusion's I also. think, has been receiving more love in recent years, but uh, was basically slammed for not being Super Metroid when it was first released. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. The wall jump is evil as hell to pull off, but... Oh, it's it much feels easier, easier than a Super Metroid, Metroid dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never really dug Super Metroid that much. Not because it's bad or anything, but because I don't like getting lost. Mm. Yeah. And that's that happens all the time in that game. And, I, I, <laughs> and this is me... Like, I mean, we we saw that collage when it... In fact, we could talk about that, because it did come out recently on the Wii U. <laughs> what, um, Super Metroid, it got Super re-released Metroid. on the Wii U, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it was like 1p one, one or something to buy. It was, th- it was 30p because of the 30th anniversary of the family computer in Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surprised it wasn't Mario they gave away. Have you guys seen any of the, like... Uh... The total noobs being like, I can't get through this little hole. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why, why can't Metroid crawl? <laughs> you know, it's easy to yeah, you know, it's fun, it's easy to unlock it, but like, if you didn't know anything about Super Metroid or the series, which a lot of these people don't, obviously, then you know, I can see if I'd have had access to like the Miiverse or something like it when I was a kid, I would have been like, why can't Mario two like climb, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because I, there was stuff I got stuck on because I didn't understand, like, fundamentals. So it's, it's I, I can't really get... I, I, you know, I mean, I, I can't really hate these people that much. I do hate them, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> but at the same time, we live in an age of video games where there are complex button combinations for everything. Like, back in the NES days, you hold a button and press a button at the same time, like to slide in Mega Man 4, 5, and 6, and that's crazy. Like, whoa, hang on. That's, that's press whoa, down too many and things jump? going on at once. But, what? you know, as, as of Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, you started having fighting games where you're doing quarter circles and left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, you know, Konami code all over the place. And Well, I guess you did that in the NES era, but still, you got more complex button combinations to the point where now you've got things that are happening in context, you know, different buttons depending on where you're standing, what you're doing uh button combinations everywhere so it seems unreasonable or at least more less less reasonable for anyone of this generation of gaming to be confused by needing to press a button that isn't left right jump or fire <laughs> actually and i was actually just thinking about that i sat down last night to play uh, mega man zx advent for the first time game is so for the good. nintendo ds and every time you beat a boss you well, you don't get their special weapon. You actually get to turn into the boss, which is cool. And instead of just saying, hey, you have a new weapon, and uh, we've hidden all of the instructions on how to use this character on a menu over here, it's like uh, borrowing from Ego Raptor, Mega Man, Mega Man! And then it comes up with this pop-up uh, that says, oh, here's all of these cool special moves that you can do with this boss. Look, if you press this button, this happens. And then if you hold this combination, this happens. I'm like, I am confused by reading what you are telling me, because you, first of all, are putting in, like, that and vans that don't need to be there and killing two commas. But on top of that, just give me a room and say, find your way out of this room, and I will press buttons until something blows up. Yeah. The thing that's weird is, in that game, they actually do that as well. <laughs> yeah, after they do that tra- as well. After you get a transformation, the next room is generally a kind of play around with this kind of a room. So they and kind of pointlessly do both. Yeah, and that's great, one or the other. Because then I start reading this description, I'm like, I don't know what this character does. But leave me alone with him for 15 seconds, and all of a sudden I've got three of the four special moves mastered. And then you never need to use them again in the entire game. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and that's, that's why I was stuck, not to digress on this for too long. But that's yeah. why I was stuck, because I get to this new room, I'm like, I obviously don't have any possible way of getting through this room. I don't. I tried all of my... I'm like, fine, forget it. Go 
mess around elsewhere for 20 minutes, finally come back and say, this is the only room that I can go through. <laughs> Turns out I can do my special flaming down attack slash that blows through walls that destroys these walls that don't have cracks in them and don't look destructible like <laughs> all of the other stuff I've been blowing up. Six, and they didn't tell great. me that in the description. Yeah. Well, like, uh, Mark Friedman sent me an email uh, a little while ago saying that he was, like, sitting in a dentist's office and some little kids were playing uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, I think it was, like, on the DS. And they're like, dude, how do I jump? It's like, <laughs> it's one button. How, how many buttons does he have? But it's not working. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> how many buttons do you even have? Like, I, I don't know what a DS looks like. <laughs> it's got about 70. <laughs> I don't know, just... And five screens. And... <laughs> they should have done that for the new thing. They should just put it three screens. Yeah, that's three, more screens, yes. isn't it? Yeah, three screens. Three double screens. So nine screens. But one of them on the yes. back. Wait, no, that's six screens. What the hell am I talking about? If I can't do sums. Screens, if it's yeah, three six... screens, you could hold it in front of you, and then you get like a... Like a... Oh. A view all in front of you. Like like the um, NVIDIA iFinity and all that stuff. See, what the hell have, are you talking about? Have you not seen that? It's no. like you get three computer monitors and you put them together and then all your games are like in full panoramic view in front of you. I can't think of any game that would not be worse because of that. <laughs> Skyrim? Yeah, that would be worse because I would just be like, <laughs> I'm frightened and lost. <laughs> Skyrim's great. Mega Man's great. This is a good podcast. Yeah, see, see what... <laughs> What you could do is you could get the 3DS and it would have like the, the six screens like two side by side and you would put it up and then you would cross your eyes to get the 3D <laughs> effect. No, the screens are like contact lenses and you slip them onto your eyelids. Oh. And then like when you open your eyes, there's Luigi. <laughs> and he's like, hoo-hoo, come with me and we play at a game or whatever. <laughs> by the way, I apologize. That was genuinely racist. To be honest. Then opening my eyes and just seeing Luigi. Yeah. Well, I see him all the time anyway when I close my eyes. <laughs> Have a tattoo on the inside of your eyelid. Oh, that'll uh, be why. 3DS. I think we were talking about... It... Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, the Xbox, right. Yeah. <laughs> the Xbox I, actually, One. Actually, I'm totally okay so... with not talking about the Xbox. <laughs> Let's make hilarious jokes about how it's the third one, yeah. but they call it the first one, huh? Yeah, PlayStation huh? 4, Xbox One. Who wins there? <laughs> it, it was you know, they called it they called it the Xbox One because only one person's going to buy it. Uh-huh. Uh, they called it the Xbox One because if you buy one, you become the Highlander. <laughs> there can only be one. Mm-hmm. They called it the Xbox One because they took 359 steps backwards. <laughs> they call it the Xbox One because it comes with a free copy of obscure PlayStation third-person game one. <laughs> <laughs> They call it Xbox One because they won the console war. Oh. Oh. It's ironic. Ah. <laughs> they call it Xbox One because number one means to, like, piss. It's piss. <laughs> oh. Yes, I get it. They call it I Xbox One because that. one is an anagram of no. With an <laughs> <alien>. <laughs> what were you saying, Anna? No, we... Okay, I was reading over... Um... Something, it was probably on Sony's website about the Xbox One. And it's one of the, um, one of the little, uh, subtitles said, it gets to know you. And I'm just like, that sounds like a robot. Sounds very frightening. 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, well, if Connect is always on, as I understand it's supposed to be, then yeah. Yeah, it it'll get it to know you pretty point. well. <laughs> I I read something. Someone was trying to tell me that like Microsoft has stuff in their terms of services. It's like we can record you at any time. Like I don't know. It sounds creepy. That's creepy. Like I I can understand the concept of like well yeah your TV's always on so that when you hit the remote button it turns on and this is the same thing like the Connect can hear when you say Xbox turn on or whatever and it'll start up. But like I don't know. It sounds creepy that legally. We're waiving our rights to let them like fully record us whenever they feel like it. Yeah, absolutely. This is one of the major problems with the new Xbox forcing you to have Connect and not turning on unless you've got Connect plugged in. Yeah. It the way I mentioned it in the article was it's either that Microsoft are voyeurs or they're spies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no other way around it. No. Maybe they just like to look at things. <laughs> Oh, that's a really I mean, the main nice. problem. Oh, yes. I think the main problem so, is that all everyone ever uses their 364 is like looking at porn and then so you know masturbating to it. Rooms. So this is the issue. I think there's going to be a specific channel which just broadcasts masturbating gamers. <laughs> you, you know, there is an easy way around this. Just throw a blanket over yourself when you're playing. Nobody can see you. Oh. That's just true. Don't look but at then the you know. Connect. You know what? I think it's still going to be. I don't think it will even boot without the connected like on. Yeah, it won't boot. It has to be attached for it to work. Yeah. Well, like, can you turn it around? <laughs> oh, you're cool. Yeah, you could probably. But if you turn it, it around, it knows. If, if you turn it around, it automatically sets your status to wanking. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you turn it around and you say Xbox on, does it like hear you backwards and not start? <laughs> what would be cool is if you could just go into your friend's house and be like Xbox, erase hard drive, download child porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, okay. I was really confused during the Xbox reveal because, like, the dude was talking and he was like, oh, yeah, if you just say Xbox on, it'll turn on. Xbox on. And I'm like, wait a second. If I was sitting in my living room and I was like, oh, yeah, Joe, like, if you just say Xbox, no, X, shut up, Xbox, no, turn off. I didn't say turn on. No, stop turning on. Saying Xbox turn on takes longer than pressing the on button on the remote. It's harder to do. But you have to find the remote. Well, yeah, but it's attached to the Xbox. Not if it's you wireless. You find the Xbox and you accidentally mistake it for I, like an 80s VHS. <laughs> I do like that on GameCola.net, our actual internet website. Uh, Never Matt, heard of it. Matt Jonas posted his Xbox One like commentary, <laughs> and the day before, yeah. Michael Gray had posted fabricated news about Xbox One, and you see a picture of the Xbox One, and then it changes to a <laughs> picture of a Philips an VHS. 80s VHS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, what was I going to say? Something about the Xbox One and turn on. Like, I don't know, it just seems like it would get confused. The Xbox One turns you on. Oh! Whoa. Uh, apparently, <laughs> someone told me that the uh, the controller takes AA batteries. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> I don't know, like, don't most modern wireless controllers have, like, an internal battery that charges when you plug it in or whatever? Not the, the Wii. I think yeah, the, the PlayStation doesn't. One does. Yeah. PS3 does, I'm sure of it. Yeah, Yeah. the PS3 controller charges. Mm. I don't know about the Wii U, though. I don't know about the gamepad for the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, it charges, it's but the battery on it's not that good. I play it most of the time with the cable plugged into it. Ah, you own a Wii U. <laughs> yeah, I own a Wii U. What about it, huh? What How are you liking all those great Square Go like, outside? Yes, I'd like to go outside. That would be fantastic. <laughs> it's really nice out, and I'm inside, and I'm doing this podcast... 
It's sunny. Yes. I could be out there with a with a with a drink. That didn't work. <laughs> didn't didn't the Wii U sales like spike up after the conference as well? I saw yeah, I, Sony. For those people who were going to spend their money on Xbox and said, eh. <laughs> well, didn't like Sony's stock go up after the Xbox One reveal? I'm sure I'm right about yes. that. Yeah, it did. Uh, it went up really high as well. It, yeah. it went up by eight eight points or something. Eight percent. It was crazy. Oh man. So what are points? Stock cola. <laughs> right. Eight percent. That's ridiculous. Every ten points you get in the stock, you can trade in for a billion dollars. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah, I remember. I played Wall Street Kid <laughs> and its sequel, <laughs> Bravely Default, Flying Fairy. <laughs> no, well, actually, uh, that is the thing, though. Is like most of the people that I've heard, they're like, "I'm not going to get an Xbox One. I'm just going to like upgrade my PC for half the price and then like play video games on like the Wii U." How are those two things connected? Most games that you would get on the Xbox One. Like, you can probably play on PC or on PlayStation 4. Like, whereas stuff that you can play on the Wii U, you can probably pretty much only play on the Wii U. What? What? Why is someone playing Commando Man State? What? Am I the only one who hears this? No. No, I hear it too. Can hear it? Is it Stu Jip? Is he playing? <laughs> dude, dude, you just opened a tear. <laughs> But. We've lost him. He could be outside, <laughs> and he is in his game. <laughs> so, great podcast, everybody. Did I drop? <laughs> He's commented, did I drop? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, let me think about this. Uh, good podcast. Yay. <laughs> Are you in a waterfall? You went outside, you said a waterfall. <laughs> hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. Yes, it was interesting. It was a unique experience. We heard, we heard video games and waterfalls. It sounded almost comically intentional. <laughs> yeah. Okay, leave it in in that case. Well, I think I had, I had something... I had another program open, minimized, and I think oh. my, th- my my I don't know what happened. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea. I put the mic out and put it back in again, and then in the meantime, Commando Man. So if, you, if it's funnier, if it's funnier, just leave it in. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of these um one of these internet video producers, a guy called Linkara who um, reviews comic books. I say that loosely Mm. because all he does is read through them with stupid voices. (laughs) He was whining on YouTube, ah, nobody watches my video ads. Uh, uh," And it was just like watching a a grown man crying like a baby. It was embarrassing. Like, what does he expect? Like, is he expecting people to be like, I really like this guy, so I'm going to sit through this full ad and click on it. Yeah, exactly. He was complaining because people were using ad blockers. It's like, dude, oh. if your videos were good enough, people wouldn't feel the need to ad block them. All you do is read parts from comic books. Man, you can get rich by doing that. I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm just going to get old comics and read them in funny voices. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, dude. Let's pop on Skype, do Sonic the Comic in stupid voices. Brilliant. Yeah, that uh, millions, just millions of money, just pounds from just yeah. idiotic Sonic fans. Just 
Oh, that would be brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it true that uh, Sega's tired of Sonic and they're getting a new mascot? I haven't yes, heard anything true. like that. There's no way that's true. They've it's announced true. two new Sonic games. Well, but they're getting yeah, but a new... he dies at the end of them. <laughs> they have a already died twice. They have a crossover narrative, mechanics. and at the end of it, it comes together. It's a bit like Memento, and Sonic gets like killed and he dies. And it's like he's not he's not coming back ever. Get over it. And they turn to the camera and just say, "Stop." <laughs> <laughs> no. Then your computer locks up and leaves that image on the screen, burns it into the display. What you're doing is reminding me of the the last Doctor Who episode, which was pants. Um, uh. <laughs> The, the way it ended. Game stuff. How how is it unrelated? Uh, also spoilers and stuff. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Doctor Who is on first. Ha ha ha. So have we exhausted? So really, our why is it a show commentary? people enjoy? I I don't understand it. What? Michael, but maybe if I actually like saw episodes, I would understand why it. Yeah. We're quickly deviating away. We were doing so well with this podcast. <laughs> Well, they're making a Doctor Who game for the Xbox One. Really? Okay, fine. Try and tie it back together that way. So have we, have we exhausted the, the YouTube Xbox One talking? Uh, we have one minute left if we're giving a half hour to each. <laughs> uh, okay, so there are videos of the Xbox One on YouTube? If you watch the Xbox One. Well, videos of some of the game demos that were shown, but... They don't really tell us much about how the system operates. It's just sort of like, ooh, we've got Call of Duty. Ooh, we've got a new Remedy IP. You ooh. know, like, there's not really much in them. Actually, I can say one thing. Like, being that uh, I basically bought an Xbox 360 in order to develop games for it, and then, like, mm-hmm. now they're being very vague and confusing, but I'm pretty sure that Xbox Live Any Games is basically gone, like it's dead. They announced uh, XNA, which is, like, the coding platform... For yeah. Xbox Live Indie Games, they announced... Well, they didn't even announce it. It was just like a patch update. They're like, yeah, we're no longer supporting this. Just like, bye, guys. Like, which means... Wow. Which, the death of Xbox Indie. Well, and that's the thing is... First they say that, and everyone's like, well, what does that mean? Like, you're not updating it anymore, but we can still make games. But, like, uh, nothing has been said other than, like, really vague stuff about what Xbox Live Indie Games is going to do on the uh, the one... Like, how long are we still going to be able to produce new games for the Xbox 360, and how long are people going to be able to buy them? Like, if they... I doubt that they're going to shut down Xbox Live for the 360, like, anytime soon, because that's still going to make money for, like, years. So, does that mean that we'll still be able to pay and make games for the 360, like, and then people will be able to buy them, just that we'll be using old stuff that's, quote, no longer being updated or whatever? But, like, it bothered me... (sighs) (laughs) in the xbox reveal they were like we are courting the most innovative creative designers in the gaming world here to talk about this is this person from ea sports creators of madden 95 madden 96 madden 97 madden 98 (laughs) (laughs) like madden 99 was outsourced i just (laughs) it just bugged me that like you know i i was I was watching basically with a vague concept that maybe they'll say something about Xbox Live Indie Games. I doubt it. And then he's like, yeah, we're you know trying to get really creative, you know, world-leading developers. And I'm like, okay, okay, what are they, where are they going with this? Really? EA Sports? Seriously? <laughs> like, EA Sports even use the same, like, what was it? EA Sports, get in the game, that they've been using since, like, 1998. <laughs> 
anyway. <laughs> well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I can't keep track of people that change their slogans and products all the time. I don't know. Is it my imagination? Because I don't really follow along with news stuff. Like I said, I just get little snippets and take what everybody else has for granted. But is this sort of a, the trend of the gaming industry that game makers no longer, if they ever did in the first place, really care about what the, the gamers want and what people actually use the gaming systems for? They just say, this is the direction that we want to take this. You're coming along for the ride because you've already bought our product. Because I feel like that's sort of how things are going. It's like uh, the Wii U. We're actually going back to the Wii. The Wii was, we're going to focus entirely on motion controls. And we want to have everybody playing video games. We don't care if you old-timey hardcore gamers who like to have a regular controller in your hand that's plugged into the system. We, we don't really care about you and if you're playing games that are at all challenging. We want to open this to everybody so lots of people can throw money at us. And there was no real progression from, okay, we're going to introduce a motion control controller emotion and control? you know, just sort of go from there. That That's sort of been emotion. the trend, I feel like, in all of the last mm, 10 years or so of gaming consoles that it's just you are coming along for the ride with what we feel like doing well nathaniel you've noted that say um you know on your blog and things like that that youtube seems to do that a lot it's like we're gonna oh, change YouTube is especially terrible with that <laughs> and so does so does facebook as well it's like they, people out. just no. like telling us what to do because they're changing their system now yeah. Yeah, and it's not even, this is the direction we want to go, come along with us. It's, we're going to change something for the sake of being different. We've forgotten how to improve things, how to tweak things, how to gently work in the direction of something. We're just saying, well, this worked fine, but we can do it different. It is sort of interesting to me because uh, if you talk about, say, what was it, GameCube, uh, PlayStation 2, and Xbox 360, or, I mean, Xbox the original, <laughs> the Xbox One... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the like we're all basically the same honestly like you had nintendo like exclusive content you had xbox exclusive content whatever but like despite the gamecube having like slightly less graphics and like different specs on the different things they all really had the same concept like you play with this thing you know the gamepad and like you look at things on the screen and like the playstation seems to be staying straight on the path of like it's a video game with a controller. Xbox is moving into like, well, it's a quote entertainment system, the uh, SMES, if you will. And the uh, Wii or the Wii U or whatever, Nintendo is going into like, well, you got the 3DS and the Wii U and like weird motion controls and tapping on stuff and whatever. Like they're moving in separate directions. And in a way, I can say that's like a good thing. Like it's cool that they're like making new and different stuff. So, but you can still do innovative. You can still do new and different without completely d blowing up the foundation underneath you every time you do it. Yeah. Going back to the example of YouTube, uh, right now the way my channel is, I have gotten used to. I still prefer the previous iteration of YouTube, um, which I vaguely remember. You know, they've changed it so many times, uh, but I I like having a featured video that does not autoplay when someone comes to visit my channel because that's obnoxious for me and for other people when I'm not logged in and just pop mm. in and say, oh, let me find one of those videos. Oh, stop talking me. Yeah. You know. So I, I oh. like having a featured video, playlists organized according to the way I want them, not 
automatically chronological order because things get all random and out of order when they're chronological sometimes and just being able to navigate and find my channel comments right there in the front and not hidden away under like three button clicks and some section that nobody ever goes to and can't read so it's it's not a matter of hey we have this thing that we're giving you and it's on a computer so you've got plenty of options like every other computer program in existence (laughs) you can customize the ribbon in microsoft word you know but you can't touch a thing on youtube you cannot move this box down here and over there or resort through things because reasons Uh, they're upgrading channel things again and you can't turn off the autoplay feature I was one of the three people who was sad that they got rid of autoplay, and I recently found that you could turn it back on, and I was happy for like two minutes, and now they're changing the system again. Yeah, I mean, they, they'll still have that, uh, what is it, the introduction video or whatever they call it, the like commercial for your site that auto yeah, plays. Yeah, um, the, sub, the subscriber something or other. Before yeah. someone says subscriber, they get a trailer for your channel. I just right. stick my most recent videos, the subscription trailer. But see, it's it's a great option, and I, I think more than them just changing things for the sake of changing things, I'm irritated, perpetually irritated, at all of modern technology, because they don't give you a choice about it. If you like the old way, you know, maybe Windows 7 will let you customize things, so it kind of looks like XP well enough, but there's less and less choice about how to organize things and structure things the way you want it that is useful for you. It's, we are doing this new thing, we are doing it this way, and you are going to learn to live with it, and then you'll have to learn something completely different in six months. Yeah, that worries me about Windows 8, because it looks like they're trying to move to like a tablet-like format, and I'm like, well, but I'm a programmer. I'm not going to be like, like I want lines of code that I can access via mm. the keyboard. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I think they fully pretty much backtracked on that with a new service pack though. Oh yeah. If I recall correctly well, they, they, uh, they, they are bringing a, back the start menu and stuff. They added a desktop mode oh, okay. to Windows 8. But as far as I right. know it's it's just a desktop style screen like there isn't as much interaction as there is I, in So it's kind of like the uh, the command prompt in XP where like if you really liked DOS you can pretend to be in DOS. Yeah, I, I still use the command prompt from time to time. It, yeah. it just reminds me how good things used to be. Like every... I've just loaded it up. Oh yeah, that it was much better when you had to type out the file paths for everything. That was fantastic. I, I loved that. It was not in any way just horrifying. No, I, I, I don't mean like that, Stu. You mean I, what I, I mean... tell you you mean. Like every once in a while whatever. you want to ping somebody or you want to see if your router's working or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I've had to do a lot of... Um, uh, releasing and renewing of the IP config yeah. recently because my connection's on the brink and it's much quicker to do that than to go unplug the router, plug it back in, wait several minutes. You know. Did you say the router? <laughs> like, like the router? Oh, router? here it comes. <laughs> router, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Potato. Do people <laughs> actually say potato? No. <laughs> I I've potato. never heard anybody in my life say it outside of that context. Late potato. It's normal. I'll just it's call them taters. Uh, what were we talking about? Xbox video games. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, it's nothing, like, shocking. It's sort of weird. Uh, surrounding the GameCube, going backwards, you get more and more weird, unique stuff. And going forward, you get more and more weird, unique stuff. Like, the Wii... You have motion controls, but going back to the Super Nintendo, you had that, like, bazooka thing 
And like yeah, the super scope. Super scope. yeah, and going back to the oh, that thing's amazing. Going back to the Nintendo. The crap. Going or going back to the original Nintendo, like the power pad, yes. the power glove, the zapper. Exactly. The... And in Japan, they had like the microphone in the one controller, and like uh, they also had like a modem attachment, like. Three stocks on your NES. Yeah. Some of those network games they released for the Super Famicom are actually pretty good. Um, there's one called Dynami Tracer that's amazing. It's like a SquareSoft RPG, but it's a racing game as well. And these that, games that, didn't get a release anywhere else and didn't is get. That, that's a Teleview thing. Yeah, and um, the Bandai. Because they're not even. They've not even been dumped, have they? They have. Oh, they have. All right. Hmm. I'm wrong. That's cool. I'm going to play them illegally. Play, play the um, Zelda one. Kids, illegally Zelda pirate one. your games. Dude, Zelda 1 remake is brilliant. You get selectable characters. Doesn't he have like a baseball cap guy in it? Yeah. Wait, are you guys talking about Earthbound? No. Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> I thought Zelda and Earthbound are the same series. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're basically the same game. <laughs> basically are. You need to find the, the seven Triforce pieces so you can kill the evil butterfly. <laughs> They're both boring garbage. No, I'm sorry. That's just trolling. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's I just Buzz Buzz is a butterfly, by the way. Oh, well, that's why he says a bee. I am not because he's a butterfly. Yeah, makes sense. Wait, why does he say a bee? I am not. Why doesn't he just say I am not a bee? Okay, well, because it's funnier that way. A bee, I am not. Well, here's the thing. Uh, like. I think it makes more sense in Japanese. Like, I'm only kind of assuming because I've never played it in Japanese. But, like, the way that they would say it, the, like, the way that the sentence is structured, if you yeah. cut off the end, it's literally like, I am a bee. Not. Like, it makes mm. more sense grammatically in Japanese that, like, you just add the not I, to the just, end. Now I'm picturing, like, I'm a bee. Not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm going to do that at the end of every sentence. <laughs> Not! Oh! Yes! Oh, I'm yeah, so sad. Yeah, he just said, B, des. <laughs> yeah. I, what has you are, B? What has you are, B? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that he would have said, Dewa, and then, Nai. Like, after a pause. I don't know. No, or, he would have said what I said. Oh, no, he would have said, Ja. <laughs> sorry, because he's supposed to sound like an old man. So he would have said, like, I don't know, washi wahachi ja nai. And, like, I don't know, it would have been hilarious because it was Japanese. <laughs> like, about the only pseudo Japanese I know is, Ore wa which is something <laughs> like, I am a manly spaceship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone is messaging me. Sorry. Uh, oh, it's Paul. What does Paul have to say? Tell him to get out. He's not oh, part of this anymore. Sorry. Oh, Indie Gamer Chick is going to review Life in the Dorms. Oh, nice. What's life in the yeah. dorms? Oh, uh, it's rubbish. You, you don't want to know about it. Yes. Is it an actual simulation of life in the dorms? It is. Yeah. You get to make things out of ramen. Yeah, it's, it's pretty realistic. Do you realistic. get to like have like questionable sexual encounters? No, but you do get to seduce a bear with a calendar. You also so. get vaguely hit on by the uh, the dorm manager guy. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very much like my experience. <laughs> So, is this is this what I have to look forward to? <laughs> I don't want to like put you off, but yes. You can go play the game and find out. With no you. differences. You can I, I can't yourself. play the game. I don't have an Xbox. Oh, oh and see, oh, like 
Paul keeps trying to push... And they're shutting down Xbox Indie Games, so we won't be able to uh-huh. play it ever. Paul keeps trying to push oh, no. the the developer to, like, make a PC version, and... Yeah. Well, when I beta tested it, it was on PC. Well, you just had to play it with a 360 controller. Yeah, but, like, if you're going to actually, like, sell it on PC, like, people are going to require, like, oh, I need to click... Yeah, rework the controls, yeah. So, like, uh, I think a lot of people have said that, like, it probably would play better, like, with a mouse, where you could, like, click yeah. on the options. But the thing is, is that, like, to program that versus to... Program, yeah, you've, like, you've got to program the character to move to where you click. Yeah, and, like... Yeah. I don't know, interaction stuff is different with it. So is it like an or adventure game? Or you could do a Tales Monkey Island yeah. style and just drag yourself in the general direction where your character's supposed <laughs> do to walk. Do you know, that took me so long to get used to. I, I liked that. I liked, I liked that. it once I got used to it. Yeah. It was great, but, like, I could not get the hang of it for ages because I was just like, why isn't Threepwood doing as I command? But see, there's another instance of having options of... Instead of saying, well, we're just going to completely disable any possibility of you pointing and clicking to move somewhere, we're just just going to give you this drag your character around by the belt, give you the option of, well, do you want to do a point and click interface or do you want to drag yourself around by the pants? Actually, <laughs> well, that's kind of where I was going with the, uh, the thing saying about like the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo also having interesting options, but that's the thing is that they were options. Yeah. And with the mm-hmm. Wii and the Wii U, they're forcing you into like motion controls. So. But motion controls just... are the future. <laughs> Xbox, turn on. <laughs> as much as I defend like the Wii and the Wii U religiously, um, I will agree that they are pushing a lot of their motion control on you. But you're getting that now with the um, Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 with Move and Connect. And the Xbox One is going to be forcing you to use Connect. So... Now, to you know. be fair, I, I have gotten more accustomed to using the Wii Remote because I'm using the Wii for Netflix, actually, and navigating the menus on the Wii Shop channel more than actually playing games on it. And the few games that I play are really like the old ones from the Virtual Console, where you can mm. just use a standard controller. Or yeah. New Super Mario Brothers Wii, where it's generally a normal control scheme, except where you have to shake the controller at awkward moments. Yeah. And then oh, the shaking is so shake. inaccurate. Dude, yeah. I used to like, you know, I kind of like bounce my knee or whatever, and I would just like randomly hop and like kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> And in the game. <laughs> yes, I would lose too many lives. My friends would all die because I did that, and then that. Yes, I would just go kill myself. And in the game, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm fine with having motion controls. I don't mind a game that is built on motion controls or any of these other new gimmicks like touchscreen or anything like that. As long as it needs to be that way, as long as the game yeah. benefits from having it and yeah. it's not we have this cool new technology, let's use it on everything. Yeah, like... There's a lot of good DS games, um, things like Pokemon Ranger where a lot of it, even though you're tapping for the battles you can move around with the D-pad if you want yep. to and you can interact with buttons which is nice because it's there. I find myself using it because I'm still given that original option and I'm more comfortable with that. Yeah. But then there's games like Phantom Hourglass where everything is done on the touchscreen and it's awkward and you'd kill for just a D-pad and some buttons. I actually almost passed out on Link Rides a Choo Choo Train needing to blow into the <laughs> microphone every time I use that one item. Yeah. Oh boy, I can't even remember that one. What, Mystery Tracks or something? Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks. Oh, I didn't even bother playing that because I knew from Phantom Hourglass I had enough. I didn't bother playing it because it's a Zelda game and it's not on the Game Boy, so it wouldn't be good. 
That's so bizarre. I don't think I've ever had anyone else have that sort of a conclusion about Zelda games <laughs> that I do. I I don't hate or disdain no, Zelda games, but I don't feel about I can them the watch, same way most I could, of my I friends could watch do. people play them and enjoy that, but I can't play them. I don't really find them fun. I like the, like I say, Link's Awakening I think is great because it's just this yeah. tight little experience of single screens and puzzles, and every screen is like one puzzle, you know? Yep. And then every other Zelda game, it's just like, here's this overworld with nothing in it. <laughs> and then there's a guy to talk to, and you talk to him for like 10 hours. Uh, every time the screen scrolls on the screen, it takes 88 days or something. That's a slight exaggeration. And then, like, uh, it's always just the same. It's like you get the same items, do the same stuff, and I don't get it. I think, I just think, I just don't get it, you know? But, you know, more power to the people who do like it. I'm just not, not, my, not my bag. But if you want to do videos on the new Zelda games now, you don't get the money for it. Yeah, I know. Just to tie it back in with the actual discussion. That, however, infuriates me beyond reason. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to make my buck fifty off of my uh, new walkthrough for Legend of Zelda Wind Waker 3D (laughs) in Wii U. There's also, they're doing Link's Awakening, no, Link to the Past 2, aren't they, on 3DS? It actually looks kind of interesting. Yeah, you can turn into a drawing on the wall. Yeah, but um, they already made a sequel to Link to the Past. (laughs) They don't they? need to make another one. Yeah, it was for the um, Bandai Satellaview for the um, Super Famicom. Oh, God. Check that out as well. <laughs> no. It's sequel to Link to the Past. No, unless the only thing I'm interested in is if they've made a Mario Excitebike game. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> they may have just done that. Isn't there also F-Zero with new tracks and stuff? Um, I think so. They did no, that's F-Zero. the real story here. Let's talk about the Bandai Satellaview. <laughs> Dr. Mario is on there. Yeah, there's a lot of good games on there, actually. Which is a shame, because you could only play them at certain times. Like when Nintendo was oh, doing yeah. a broadcast on it. So nobody version... ever got a chance to play them. There's a version of Mario 2 which has like DJs talking, doesn't it? Yeah. And like, in the top right corner you've got like Luigi with some kind of glasses or something. <laughs> what? I remember seeing screenshots of it. You had DJs talking over it, because it was like a radio show. Yeah. About Mario 2, I guess. I know um, this is like a real one, thing that actually happened. They did one on the Nintendo Entertainment System, if, if I think that's the one you're talking about, where they had um, a special drawing on the start screen and everything. I think no, it's, it's, a, it's a SNES thing. I'll um, have to look into it. Yeah, yeah, honest. I remember seeing it in one of the magazines, Nintendo Game or something like that. You know, one of the good magazines that they killed off. Yeah. And Nintendo Power, they killed that off as well, didn't they? Nobody remembers Nintendo Power. <laughs> but see, I mean, going back to the YouTube thing, I don't know, to change this subject again. Like, Michael Gray, uh, if the Nancy Drew company didn't love you, like, as much as they do, and, like, they started saying, okay, well, we're going to, like, take your ad revenue for all the, like, Nancy Drew walkthroughs you've been doing for us all these years, what would you feel about that? Like, I, I would have to go into debtor's prison. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't have any money. <laughs> I guess that's the thing is you can kind of say like I mean you personally can kind of be like oh yeah well it doesn't bother me so much that Nintendo's doing this but like if every other company were to follow suit like I think that Let's Plays would stop really being a thing. Well yeah it would kill off Let's Plays and it would make the people who actually do the full reviews full editorials those features it would make them scared because if they got hit by the same copyright claims you know. Yeah. There's only so far you can stretch fair use, it's transformative use of the right, you know, all that. There's only so far you can stretch that. After a while, a company will just go, no, take it away from you. Well, in order for that to happen, 
we as a, an internet culture would basically need to come to the agreement of defining what actually constitutes fair use, what mm. we can actually make money off of, what we can't, what's fine to use, what isn't. And I, I think Nintendo is one of many steps. Um, this mm. is just the next big thing, but I, I feel like we're going to need a proper either legal ruling or just like general coalition of gamers agreement of here is in clear terms exactly what is and is not okay to post videos of on YouTube. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because then we might just see the end of people going no, 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 into the microphone when playing. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know how much work has to be done to turn someone else's content into mine through um, critical analysis, review, that sort of thing. How much needs to be done? There needs to be a list. There needs to be a definition of what it is that needs to be done to separate your work from yeah. the previous. Cause I, but we don't have that yet. Uh, I was trying to find information on a Super Nintendo game that I heard about called Zardion. Like... There weren't a lot of Let's Plays, but like the first one that I clicked on was basically a guy like breathing into the microphone and being like, "Well, I played this, I, I played this before, but I, I can't remember how to get past this part." I'm like, "You idiot! Just play the game! Like, how can you? Mm. How hard is it?" And then like I clicked on another one, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, you know this game was made in this and that year. Like it was, it's kind of rare, difficult to find. Uh, like it had a kind of poor translation, blah blah." blah. Like he's like playing the game. He's telling me what the stuff does. Like he's telling me a story yeah. about like who made the game because apparently Gainax was involved mm-hmm. and so was like somebody who like did designs for Gundam and like Ooh, yeah like Van Presto maybe see uh and like that's kind of I had I was making a list of games that I would like to see reviewed because like I'm doing the emails now like sending out those yeah. things and like i looked at some of these names and like hmm these seem kind of cool and then like the wikipedia article is like three sentences long but like it has a neat picture and i'm like hmm so i go look up more information about it and like i said one guy was just kind of like vaguely playing the game but failing at it and like he literally said i don't know what this does at like three different points <laughs> like i don't know why there's an ammo bar i'm like well then have you played the game like press the buttons <laughs> Yeah. And the other guy... It's not that many buttons. Yeah, like, the other guy was, like, actually telling you, you know, how it was created and who was involved and whatnot. I was like, oh, okay, thank you. So, I don't know. Oh! I mean, one thing I would say is that when I make video walkthroughs, I generally don't include helpful information about here's the game and how it was made. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's go to back to part of that sentence. When I make video walkthroughs, I don't include helpful information. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's mainly personal insults and swearing. Yeah. People seem to, I don't know why, but they really, really enjoy it when my videos are not helpful. They prefer to watch me fail over and over and over and over again. My sister was watching your, your blind playthrough of Thornton Hall, and she was she calls me and she's like, I'm basically yelling at the screen right now. <laughs> basically, I don't read the comments on my blind playthroughs because the comments are all just mean yelling at me. It's like, Michael, how do you not know this thing? Have you ever played this game before? It's like, yes, that's the point. The, has uh, anyone has anyone blind ever done a blind playthrough? Matt Jonas did once. Oh yeah, you did one with your eyes closed or something, didn't you? 
I think Stu actually means a blind person doing a Let's Play, which would be quite interesting to watch. Yeah, I think that would be really and, cool. Unless it was one of those games made for blind people, in which case it might not be that interesting. What's wrong with those games? Why, why have you got to be so disabledist? Why have I got to be so sightist? Yeah, I suppose. Well, uh, yeah, no, Matt Jonas, I, you... I did play a game with my eyes closed for the Game Color channel. That was fun. Well, you played Sonic. But... You did extremely well at it. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, Sonic is one of those games where you don't really need that much accuracy, so to speak. You sort of hold. You know what I think? I think that you had your eyes open and just said they were closed. (laughs) I had my eyes shut. I was visible the whole time in the video. I once played through Sonic 3 and Knuckles from the beginning to the Flying Battery Zone using only my face. (laughs) I just balanced the controller on my knees. I would love to see you do that for the Game Cola channel. Cause it would be well, fun. I mean, you'll never see it. I'll just say that I did it and play the game flawlessly. <laughs> you know? And I'll say I did it with my face. It's not fair. Free money. That, that's taking away the amount of effort that went into my playthrough. Actually, yeah. Uh... Keeping your eyes closed sounds like it would actually be, like, less effort. It, it's actually really difficult to keep your eyes closed. No, it's not. You just nail them shut. <laughs> I'm sorry, I zoned out and wasn't paying attention for a second. Is Matt Jonas arguing with himself again? (laughs) (laughs) I think also with my blind playthroughs, I tend to troll people and they don't realize it. So that's also fun. Like, I pretend that, I mean, speaking of Thornton Hall, there's a character named Harper Thornton. And I pretended this character was male when I knew the character was female. (laughs) Just to mess with everybody. Yeah, I was a little confused. I was like, "Wait, it, she's a, she's a girl. What?" And so when she was actually revealed, it's like, "Whoa, wait a minute. When did she change genders?" Okay. It's a great idea, actually. Was to change your gender? No, no. I I had that idea years ago. Um, yeah, of course. No, um, that you could play a game and deliberately describe a completely different game as you're playing. You've got to go here and get the super sneakers, but you're playing Mario. You know, Actually, that, that I, I I did that recently for... I, I like to do an April Fool's prank on my personal YouTube channel right. every year. And the one that I did this time around was for Mega Man 7. I have been trying to work on recording a playthrough of Mega Man 7 for uh, just over a year now, and there are various circumstances. But uh, So I released an April Fool's video saying, look, Mega Man 7, it's finally here, it's part one, and so it, it starts up and it's the title screen of Mega Man, or it's the introduction to Mega Man 7, and I'm talking about it like I always do, I'm describing, oh, you know, here's the game, here's some stuff that's going on, and then the screen goes black for a second, and then I start the first level, and it's Barney's Hide and Seek for the second <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking Brilliant. about it as though it's Mega Man 7, and it was just so much fun to do. Sorry, I was going to say, I'm going to do the same thing with, actually, I mentioned this on this podcast, a Bravely Default Flying Fairy. I'm going to actually do a commentary for it for the game called YouTube, as if it's the sequel to Wall Street Kid <laughs> for the NES. <laughs> Can I say about Bravely Default, is that the actual name of the game? Yeah. Yes, bravely. Why is it? I don't. I don't mean this in an offensive way. I genuinely don't mean this in an offensive way. And I, I know saying that makes it sound like I do, but I really don't. Why would Japan make a game that had the word "bravely" in it? Because that is impossible to say. Why would someone make a game called Demons Souls? You know. I, I mean, I'm just saying bravely. I would have thought with the the sort of Japanese dialect because I'm I've been trying to learn Japanese and they they don't really you know there is that that sort of um, I don't know what you, what you call the sound, but the, 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 there is the whole stereotype of the R&L thing. And the, yeah, and there the is R&L a sort of a, crossover. 
there is a um, specific sound, but I don't know what what it's called. Like, you know? But wouldn't bravely be one of the hardest words to say? Yeah. Bravery default. Like I'm I'm looking at it on Wikipedia and it's literally bravery default. Yeah, bravery. They should have called it something like just like game. <laughs> game. Well, maybe maybe it's because the movie Brave was big. Mm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anna Bernarski, you starred in the movie Brave. Could you tell us uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, that was... it was big in Japan? And that, that explains that when they made that game that was called like Final Fantasy A Bug's Life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Japanese has some interesting things. Like, they do these days actually kind of have a V sound. Like, if you look at Evangelion, they do have like it's a U, like a oo, but like with a voicing. Like, hmm. it, I mean, it's meant to be pronounced like v, but it's just sort of a weird. So wait, I'm confused. Is this like Latin where the U somehow magically becomes a V? No, uh, it. Oh, okay, nothing like it. So the U is not a V then. No, uh, it they they don't have really. They have syllables. They don't really have like single letters. But no, I'm not being like. I mean, I'm I'm not being like racialist maybe a bit no you're not but racialist. um i yeah racialist um i just think it's i just think i just think it's kind of curious that's all i think it's interesting because I, I i haven't tried I, ha- I have been sort of behind on my learning and uh, i want to learn more japanese so i can go and live in japan and i can be one of those guys like in the animes where he goes in a school and he walks into a girl and he's like oh sorry i'll pick that up for you and then they touch hands and you know <laughs> And then except, a massive robot comes around the corner. Except that you're like in your mid twenties, like. Yeah, it would be kind of weird and creepy. <laughs> I'm not saying that there's an element of like consent to this. I'm just saying. You're just hanging out in a Japanese high school. <laughs> yeah, I just go there and just kind of be like, "Yeah, I'm here." So, like, excuse me, who are you? But like, uh. uh Jip, duh. Yeah, I'll distract them with um. Oh, I don't know what Japanese people like. American. Teriyaki. <laughs> oh, wait, that's right, you're not an American. No, I'm afraid I'm not. I don't know if this is going to so work. British, British people, for example, can be distracted with, like, chips. Or, like, I don't know, licorice. I don't know, is that is that a Britain thing? I don't even know. I don't know, tea time. The Queen, tea if you distract us with the Queen. I can hey, be look, there's Queen Victoria pumps. right over there. If you hold up a picture of the Queen and you put it in danger, we have to throw our entire bodies behind defending yeah. it. Yeah, we have to salute. Yeah, we can't move until the queen is gone. Like, yeah, in the, like, Looney Tunes cartoons, it's always, like, as soon as it's tea time and, like, Big Ben rings, then everybody, like, drops everything that they're doing and just has tea. That's exactly what it's like. (laughs) Is there a little Ben? Well, Big Ben's actually the name of the bell itself. It's St. Stephen's Tower, I think. Yeah, the bet that's... Matt Jonas Tower. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Uh, I'm looking up information about St. Stephen. I know he was the deacon and the first martyr, and his feast day is December 26th, but I don't know anything else. Oh, on the Feast of Stephen's. You're now I get it. On that one, Michael. Oh, now you figured it out? Wait a minute. The Eastern Church celebrates this feast on the 27th? Madness. Yeah, like, what was it? Good King Wenceslas went out on the Feast of Stephen's? Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, the best Christmas joke ever? No. What is it? How does Great King Wenceslas like his pizzas? Deep oh. and even. <laughs> I I I got the joke like just as you were saying it. I was like, I know. Yeah. We are like we are at the point where I would usually say this is time to wrap up the podcast.
So I want to hear what games yep. Anna is playing because Anna hasn't said anything the entire podcast. She has. She's been talking loads. Yeah, she said. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Matt Jonas. <laughs> she, there was this whole tangent where she was talking about like loads of really intricate political issues in gaming culture. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and I think it was that time when you said you tuned out. It was at the beginning when you were still asleep. <laughs> okay. You're asleep right now, and this whole podcast has just been a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anna, Wait, tell us what games you're playing. I'm playing a game called Shades of Death. Huh? And I can't remember the rest of the title, and it's another casual game, because that's all I can afford at the moment. <laughs> Just a happy, fun, charming game. Happy. <laughs> Shades of Death. Happy. You know, casual, nothing too, you know, involved. I've also been really busy getting school stuff done. Oh, yeah. School. Because I'm graduating this week. Oh, that's exciting. Congratulations. Yay, well done. Yay, huh? congratulations on making it through the easiest part of your life. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, by the time this will be released, everyone will be congratulating you, and you'll be like, well, but no, that was like a while ago. Yeah. There's a great song to um, listen to on your graduation day. Huh? I've got a song for you to listen to on your graduation day. No, no, it's a song called Graduation by a Japanese band called B4U. Oh, that's sort of weird, because, like, uh, there's this song called Graduation by the Japanese band Winds. Japanese band what? Winds. Oh, cool. Is it any good? Uh, it's not bad. Okay. I mean, like, if you're, if you're into Japanese boy bands... <laughs> kind of... Well, who is it? Oh, W-dash-ins. Yes, with a period at the end. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Winds. Okay. I'm just going to say that this podcast is, like, coming to a close. A screeching halt into the station. <laughs> yes, I'm going to shut this thing down. I mean, it was a pretty good podcast, though. We actually, like, for the most part, stayed on track and talked about some good stuff. Yeah! So, yay, hooray! Yeah! Give yourselves a hand. Hooray! Yay! Yay! Woo! And, uh, no, thank you, everyone. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to say, uh... Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please visit our actual internet website, GameCola.net. Uh, make sure to view us on YouTube. Uh, our channel is GC.net. It's the letters GC, the word dot, and the word net. Search for us on iTunes if that's not where you're listening to us. Or even if it is, yeah. I mean, find us again. And then review us and rate us highly. Or don't. Yeah, if you're not going to rate us five stars, then just don't bother. You know, We don't exist on <laughs> iTunes. Then just leave. Uh, we're also on Twitter, you know, at GameCola. Uh, we're also on Facebook. If you search for GameCola, you can find out about all of our updates if you follow us on either or both of those. So, yeah, go to our website. And uh, thank you, everyone, for being here today, recording with me for the podcast, podcast number 62. You, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, it's our pleasure. Yes, yes, it was. Hello. Oh. We're Hi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I just wanted to say, before it ends, I just wanted to say, if you're ever in Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, visit the Game Cola store. <laughs> yes, please. Two floors of Game Cola merchandise and memorabilia that you can only available there. Yeah, actual vials full of uh, Paul's beard shavings. And also the only place you can now buy Life in the Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but uh, so yeah, thank you everyone for being here. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. this? I mean, bye. <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, what, what? What are you laughing about? Michael Graves changed his picture to a cat. 